0: Namaste, ladies and gentlemen. I am here to invite you to a live session involving interactive discussions with my colleagues and you, the audience, around MDCG 2023-7 on February 22nd. Please do register and please do attend. Now, I urge you to attend, once again, because we will be discussing how a clarification in interpretation around equivalence of course for the MDR and the need for clinical investigations can perhaps help resuscitate parts of your portfolio that may have been shelved as far as the EU is concerned and what's more is that it may even positively impact other parts of your existing portfolio as some of you may know initially some concerns were raised about the potential misinterpretation of article 61 items Four, five, and six, both by manufacturers and notified bodies, in fact, I think by everybody, which led to the formation of an MDCG task force that ultimately culminated in what we know today as MDCG 2023 7, which in fact clarifies the meaning of these clauses. Now, since it has been published, we've had numerous discussions with many manufacturers and some notified bodies. And you know what? It appears that for some, the most surprising and the most impactful conclusions of MDCG 2023-7 are not immediately apparent. Notably that, contrary to what we previously thought, a contract is not required to use equivalents with another manufacturer's implantable or Class three device for legacy and wet devices, and can even be used in some circumstances to support clinical evidence for new products, which have not been previously placed on the EU market. Now, I'll let that sink in, because that really is the crux. And the reason this may be somewhat obscured is that the guidance is written in the context of When do you or when don't you need a clinical investigation for implantable and class three devices instead of when can you and when can't you use equivalence without a contract? And that makes sense because that is what these clauses are all about. And the prior belief that they were about equivalence was a large part of what led to the initial confusion. Yes, the MDR could have been written a lot better, and this is yet another instance highlighting the same. The guidance also provides examples of how a manufacturer might justify sufficient access to data required to support claims of equivalence in the absence of a contract. Altogether, it makes it a very, very critical guidance document to really understand well, to be able to put it into practice effectively. In our live show, the panel will discuss four items. The first one is the implications of the legal phrasing in these clauses and why these were misinterpreted by most of us in the device place, in device space. The second one is how the guidance clarifies the intended meaning and what this means for the use of equivalence. We will also shine light on what sufficient access to data Required to justify claims of equivalence means in the context of device novelty and risk. And lastly, we'll talk about scenarios for legacy, wet, and new devices, and how they can use this guidance to maintain and or place their devices on the market without losing indications. So, once again, please be sure to register and attend this live discussion Once again, there's going to be interactive discussions with you, the audience, as well. So feel free to bring your examples. And this is happening on February 22nd. We are very eager to bring this live to you all, and we encourage your attendance. Thank you very much.